What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? We are back we're with back. another episode of Sella Night, Night Live. Live. And we're here with a very, very special guest. Super special. We're here with an underground queen. Woo-hoo. She has been a powerful force in the underground hip-hop scene in Los Angeles. Uh. She was in the forefront of the Project Blowed era. She's a radio host, B-side show host, and a DJ, oh. a phenomenal DJ. If you guys can help me to welcome our very special guest, Danny Killafonia. Bang, bang. What's bang, up, bang. y'all? What's up, what's up, what's up? How are you? How are you doing today? Oh, loving life <laughs> and really happy and honored to be here with y'all Yo, on Sella Night Live. Thank you so much for pulling up. Honestly, the moment you walked in, I seen you with your bling and all those crystals just compliment your eyes. Thank you so oh. much. <laughs> Gotta protect the energy, y'all. Yes. Absolutely. You look phenomenal. Thank you. It's been a minute since I've seen you. <laughs> it has. It has. It's you know, been like six years. Yeah. It, you know, we we, we yeah. saw each other at the airliner, yes. right? And Rest in peace. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even open anymore. So, you know, it's just, uh, it, it's interesting how we met, too, because... Um, I, I particularly remember that day, and I don't know why I was doing this, but I was like looking like undercover, and like I had like a like a hoodie on. I yes. was like kind of hiding. I don't know why. With you your know. camera? Yeah, <laughs> with my, my camera. I don't know what was wrong with me or why I was doing that, but you know, even then, you know, you you were looking as stunning as today, and you, and you were being so kind to me. I welcomed you in. <laughs> yeah, that, you know what I mean. Like, it, it, it's very humbling to see somebody like just you know like despite me looking kind of bummy. You were like so nice to me. You know, I really appreciate that. Well, you know, I was honored to see the younger generation come through to my show. I was curating an all elements event with a brother of mine and we had all three floors go in and it was nice to see you guys. You came through, you were soaking it all in. You asked a lot of questions. You asked if you could take photos and I just felt like wow, this is something, this is going to be something. We're bridging an important gap today. And wow. that's why I welcomed you in like that. Yo, that's wow. so sweet. Yo, Dom could have been like a bomb, like from the <laughs> streets. And you, you just so kind. You just be hello welcoming everybody, I'm sure. Thank you. Sometimes, you know, I, I feel <laughs> energy. So if, yeah. if I feel your energy is genuine, then yes, you get, you get mine. I respect that. And, um, you know, for those that may not know, um, what is Project Blow? Well, Project Bloed is, um, shout out to Lamert Park and all of the Project Bloed MCs called Bloedians. Project Bloed is an open mic workshop. Um, it was founded by the original members of the Good Life Cafe, so the Good Lifers. Um, if the you Good Life see, Cafe? Yes, the Good Life Cafe was a cafe in South Central um, that offered raw and vegan alternatives where, you know, you couldn't get any back then in that area. Like mm. healthy foods and stuff? Healthy foods, wheatgrass juice, wow. you know, wow. a raw diet. So um, that's where that cafe ended up hosting an open mic workshop shop and that open mic workshop brought you I mean it it, people who are signed and humongous today who have huge labels would come through the good life cafe and come through project bloat to 
gain information and really hone in on their own personal style by picking up the authenticity and, wow. and the energy of the Bloatians and the Good Lifers. So wow, if you want to look that's at the so original cool. Good Lifers, you can look up the Good Life Bullies. Shout out to Rifleman, LA Cool. And you can look up Medusa. She teaches at CalArts oh, yeah, now. Yeah. Those are original Good Lifers and Micah Nine as well as AC Alone. So shout out to y'all. Wow. And then uh, the, one of the younger ones from, from that era was Abstract Rude. So mm. he was kind of a whippersnapper snapper like you he really did he's a historian so he really did um pick up you know the the reins so to speak and maintain carry the torch and maintain the energy when some of the elders maybe you need, needed to fall back or were on to other other avenues and the platform remained so thank you and shout out to brother brother wow. ab as well that's so, really cool so good lifers um you, you were like their main mission was to what like to spread awareness to bring a different perspective to bring the community together yeah the good life cafe that's what that was for and the open mic workshop was just a place for the kids to go to work on emceeing and stay off the streets and also maybe learn and have tutelage and a little bit of parentage that they might not have got at home. I see, I see. And so the, the good life, good lifers that evolved into Project Blow, was yes. that, that was the beginning, the origins? Yes. Because I know um, Project Blow was something massive, right? Yes. So the Good Life Cafe is where Project Blow stems from. They wow. got their roots from the good life. Wow. And so how long after that 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 origin did it become such a because i've i've seen uh one of their la uh, last events i think it was a catch one and yes. it was like an, an anniversary and it was massive yeah that was uh project low 25 wow and um we did all three floors and then we had a vip room for any bloatians um to to enter into and there was a whole open mic session there as well so what's a bloat bloatian a bloatian is someone who went to project bloat and who got on stage and didn't get booed off Wow. What? So they have to basically be able to freestyle and, and have, you know, crowd control oh, and the ability to go up against otherwise. Otherwise was kind of like the pit bull of the Bloatians. And oh, okay. he actually beat Eminem in a battle. Wow. Oh, so if you no look up the Rap Olympics, God you'll see damn. that otherwise that beat is Eminem. So, yeah. Honestly, like, I, I'm, you know, I would like to consider myself a newbie to the you know underground world and for you to be here kind of just like sharing the history it really does mean a lot because you know i pulled up to la you know just being exposed to sell a hip-hop and then kind of going to bananas you know they yeah. they really rep you know project bloat and i didn't know really what that was or, or you know what i didn't know what to think of it because it was just some foreign idea but honestly over the years I, i've just understood you know it to be a well-respected uh hip-hop community and you know it's it's pretty amazing that you know you're just here sharing it and and just you know like splurring this knowledge because honestly I, I i really look up to people who have been in the game for a very long time and you know have mad respect and you know um, I, I look to learn from everybody in the fucking game you know yeah. so and that's what makes you uh, you're gonna be a master of your craft yeah because you're I mean, open to learning it, yeah. it's a day by day you know practice but honestly like you're just fucking blowing my mind right now so well, thank you. so project blowed um is now bananas or or they bananas rented the spot out or was it the same location um no it wasn't the same location uh bananas so shout out to verbs, yeah, verbs. Yeah, yeah. shout out to verbs um so project bloat is basically a network of mcs and if you have been through project bloat 
I believe you have a level of confidence in your abilities at that point because yes. if you can't handle being on the stage, you're gonna hear pass the mic, ah. <laughs> and everyone starts saying it, and you're That's pretty pressure much right done. There. You're done. Like it starts Every- off slow, like pass the mic. Pass <laughs> like no the one mic. wants to Everybody say it. Like, Everyone's whispering it first. Pass the mic. <laughs> And then right. it starts to get bigger. So that's cool, though. Hey, that, that's that's some real shit. I wish I like that's be prepared, being put man. on the spot. You that's literally prepared. being put on the spot. I love that. So I want to give a special thanks to Brother Ab. Ab has um, had me help with you know management, production, promotion, handling the VIP for Project Bloat for the last six years. I've done it every single year. So I definitely want to say thank you for that, Ab. So thank you so much. This last one that we had was. Um, we put it streaming on uh, Flea TV, and it was a kind of like a pay-per-view. So if you paid for a ticket, you got to see the entire Project Bloat anniversary, which took place partially in Lamert Park and partially at all the MC's houses and different places where they wanted to, to film. So normally at a Project Bloat anniversary, there'll be anywhere from 175 to about 280 MC's on the lineup. Damn. Um, yes, so it's an all-night wow. event, three floors. How fun, man. That just sounds so fun. It's dope. Damn. Wow. So uh, then Project Blow, it started as, a, as from the cafe and then they started doing like a, an event and then it started getting into like bigger events until it just grew and became so massive over time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just by maintaining it. So one of the things we do is give a Ben Caldwell award. So shout out to Ben Caldwell. He's one of the original founders, um, along along with uh, Erica's mother. So if you want to check out Erica from the Good Life Project, she's a publicist now. Um, she's carrying on the lineage of her mother. Um, I just want to say hi to everyone in the chat really quick. What's up, oh, Medicine word, word. 619? What is up, Monstro213? I appreciate the support. Mr. Magic, when did Danny fall in love with hip hop? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great exactly. question. Um, I fell in love with hip hop when I had the vinyl uh, Sugar Hill Gang. I had a record player in my room, y'all. Let's show you show you how old I am. Wow. Um, and I memorized the entire song, and I believe it's like 28 minutes long or something like oh, that. Oh yes, so, I heard of that. Yes. Yeah. So that was when I fell in Do love you with still hip hop. I know most of it. <laughs> Damn, you know what? I gotta, I gotta listen because well. I, I, I'm so foreign. You see, like I, I'm being schooled right now. I'm gonna definitely check it out. Well, here's some trivia for that. Um, so that vinyl is the very first vinyl that got pressed for hip hop, and the guys that busted those rhymes, they're not even the original writers of those rhymes. So they wow. took what? the credit. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so tired of biters, man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with getting help. But give credit where credit is due, and that's why I had to shout out Brother Ab because yeah. I don't, you know, I'm just a cog in the wheel of Project Load, so I'm not gonna act like I'm the, you know, end all be all of that project. I'm wow. just blessed to be a part of it in any way, shape, or form. So um, the Sugar Hill Gang, if you check them out, no disrespect to any of those members, but I do believe that the, most of those lyrics were written by somebody else. But those people were not present when that vinyl was pressed. Wow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty dope. And if you really want to. Ch- Test out your MC skills, memorize that song, and then put it on YouTube and put it to 1.5 speed and then bust it because that's what I do. Oh, <laughs> hey, she's letting yeah. us in, yo. Yeah. She's letting us in. Ha- have you ever written a song? Yeah, absolutely. You have music? I do. <laughs> Is it on Spotify? <laughs> No, y'all. Um, I used to tour as an MC. Wow. I was in a band. and um, A band? 
Yes. Ooh. So you sing? A hip hop band? It was a hip hop band. Eee, yeah. Even better. It was all elements. So like we had three didgeridoos, which if you know what a didgeridoo dun, is, dun, it dun, makes dun, like dun. a really interesting, yep. you know, mm. bassy noise. The didgeridoo players were breakers. So shout out to Rocksteady Breakers and LA Breakers because they were our didgeridoo players. So when they put the didgeridoo down, they'd interact with the crowd and get everybody pumped and hype. Um, there was a bass player, a violin, a percussion, wow. flute, a DJ, and myself. And I played the egg. So right. what's the egg? What, oh, it's the like shaker? Yeah. Ooh. Hey, the shaker's cool, man. Yeah. It's very important. It's very important. Yeah, you, you need know? it. It's, it's so rhythmic. Like, it, right? It brings a vibe, honestly. Yes, thanks. Yeah. So wow. shout out to all the egg players. Shout out to wow, you. Wow, that's very interesting And to the didgeridooers. You know. Yeah, that's right. Because that's circular breathing. So if you can play a didgeridoo, that means that you can basically breathe in and out at the same time. It's what like the constant heck? breathing. Is that, yes. is that even possible? Damn. Yeah. You wow, have to master amazing. it. That's amazing. So one of the things that stood out to me is on your bio it says that you're multi-hyphenated yes and a cultural broker right um i've haven't heard the term multi-hyphenated is it is it all one term multi-hyphenated cultural broker no multi-hyphenate for me what it represents is that um i am able to wear more than one hat at a time oh, so I, I might handle branding and marketing but i'll also manage and find additional opportunities for my artists to increase their social equity and their overall market value. Wow. Oh, I see, I see. So that's part of being a cultural broker as well? For me, what a cultural broker is, is I communicate with like state agencies and organizations who speak more corporate lingo. Oh, okay. And I speak the language of our people at the same time. So I'm kind of like a, a multi the middleman. Yes. Okay. So I can wow. represent our culture or a, a, a pocket of our culture to an organization who might have funding available, oh, okay, but okay. doesn't have the ability to connect with those people. Ha how did you get into that? Did you go to school for, you know, um, anything like or did you just like hands on just put yourself in the position of, you know, being a boss? That's a good question. My, my background is business um, with the emphasis in sales and marketing. But I think where I learned this from is my mother. Rest in peace. She was um, a huge activist back in the you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. So she took me everywhere. So oh, I was able dope. to attend a ton of different events from, um, you know, 10,000 plate dinner where you like, it's a fundraiser type of thing. And each plate obviously doesn't cost, it's not $10,000 worth of food, but the people sitting at the table spent $10,000 to eat there for the evening and it'll have like you know a heart player and a jazz like a wine and dine type of kind of like that and everyone's talking politics and sort of making you know deals verbal deals with each other that they're going to later solidify in the office and mm. things like wow. that so, so over over time as a little girl what you would like listen to these um business conversations and just kind of get the hang of it yeah flying to sacramento <laughs> going with my mom lobbying you know being wow. dressed up in, you know, very formal attire, learning how to eat properly and when, speak properly. With the right fork. With the correct fork. <laughs> and the napkin on your, on yes. your legs. Absolutely. Wow, that's amazing. It's it's great um, hearing how you're such a powerful woman because of your your roots, you know, because I feel and I find that some of the most powerful people, they, their parents were activists, you know, yes. some of the most legendary people had that. So I just I think that's a true blessing and a, and a real gift. And, and I'm honored to be here with you. Thank you. Me as well. I, I love that we're bridging the gap between generations because I feel like some of the people that I might look up to have forgotten that they were once the youngsters that people were saying, that's not music. That doesn't count. You don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. And now they're doing it. And I'm thinking to myself, 
How are y'all feeling comfortable treating our youth this way when you were youth not that long ago and it felt really shitty when you show somebody something and they tell you that it's not art? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. It just baffles the mind for me. So I, if any one of those people are listening, I would say each one teach one. Y'all know what that means. Word. So before you go criticizing someone else's art, why don't you show them a thing or two about something you've done or somebody <laughs> you aspired uh-huh. towards and then listen to their stuff and collab. Yeah. Yes, so. absolutely. I love that. A I little, love that. Sorry, real quick. A little while ago, you said you were um, you, you work with other artists. Do you manage um, artists and help them with their uh, artist career? So I've managed artists um, for the last seven years. Um, I've kind of taken a little bit of a, a sort of like a back seat on that. And I do something different now, which is called um, I keep what I kill. So like if one of the artists that I work with who's signed with me gives me, um, I have an agreement with them saying that I can shop them to other different agencies, say Netflix or, you know, a, a label who's looking for maybe a a small deal or something like that. I have the authorization to do that for them, but they're a free agent. So they can go off and do whatever it is they want. If they need guidance or any kind of support, they can circle back to me and say, Danny, can you quarterback this? Oh, that's really cool. Or they can tell that artist, you could, they could tell someone who's asking them, oh, how much for your feature? If they don't want to get stuck having to do the homie deal, Uh they can say, oh, you know what? I don't handle any of that. Danny handles that. Here's her information, hit her up and you know, we'll get back to you so that I'm able to kind of take away the pressure from that artist of being the asshole, so to speak. Uh Um, And then they don't feel like they're doing favors and getting you know cut short on what their work is Mm. and i'm able to say like do you not know how much this person's worth are you not aware (laughs) this single's coming out and this person did this this and this and this no my art is not getting any less than you know xyz moving forward that's so i I love that so um you also have a a radio show yes yes i I do how how, um is that something you always wanted to do um you have such a great like radio personality is that something that you developed over the years you know it's a trip so i was on am radio um maybe like five or six years ago and i had a really good time guest hosting for that station there was a lot of red tape on that because the main sponsor was on uh, the military Red tape, you mean? um, There was just a lot of restrictions on things we could say and play because of the fact that the military was the one that was paying for the station. Got you. So um, my very first Twitter post, and I believe I might have pinned it, my very first Twitter post is me at that radio station, and I said, my goal is to create a platform on FM radio for all of these artists who I admire and love, and I want to play all of your guys' music. And So So you straight manifested that to come to life. It did. So, you know, on the... The 28th, which is tomorrow, Libra is um, gonna be, the moon is in Libra on the 28th. And so if you guys have any kind of like pain, any kind of trauma, any forgiveness that you seek, even if you don't speak to the person, whoever they are, um, or are there things that you need guidance on or stuff that you wanna manifest, Tomorrow is a super moon and it's the beginning of the spring equinox. So if you want to manifest some stuff or release some things that you might be carrying that you don't realize are actually holding you back, it's a really perfect time to write all that stuff out and put yes. those intentions out in the full moon. So. Thank you Yo. so much because like I've been dealing with shit, right? And I think I've been needing to hear that because, you know, I feel like I hear it all the time. But, you know, when the moon aligns a certain way or, you know, becomes a, a full moon, I know that has a lot to do with, you know, uh, extra manifestation and power. Yes. So thank you for telling moon. me that. Hey, if yeah. you hear that, write it down. Yeah, write love, everything down. I love down. that you're talking about writing it down because I think one of our daily rituals is um, journaling. 
Nice. So one of the things that I that I realized, and I heard this quote, um, and this dude said, I don't know what I'm thinking until I write it down. So we have 60,000 to 70,000 thoughts per day. Okay. Some of those may be meaningful. Some of those are not. We have so many thoughts that how can you filter through the thoughts and know who you really are? Yes. And that it is only possible when you write it down. Because out of the 70,000 thoughts, this is what came out. You know, so I love that you're that you're talking about that. And I honestly, genuinely do believe that writing down your emotions, writing down what you may be experiencing, what you want to accomplish, it starts to raise your awareness. Yes, absolutely. Better awareness leads to better choices. Better choices leads to a better future. Absolutely. It's a form of therapy, too. I, I realized that I um, was a really angry young lady when I first started writing music. <laughs> Me too. Um, I didn't notice it until I listened to my first uh, album. And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> put like, your neck in my hands and your face between my fists. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> so Whoa. I was like, yo, I need to get over some stuff. <laughs> put your neck in my hands. Oh, my God. Wow. How funny is that? Yeah. Damn. Put, put your face between my fists. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, you know, I, I and obviously, you know, through doing that, you you started to free yourself, right, and get to know yourself better, right? Absolutely, I was able to let a lot of that go. So, um, one of the ways for forgiveness or, or ways to release trauma. Now, obviously, therapy is the best form for some people, but um, writing down things that hurt you or things that you feel you regret and burning that is a really good way, yes. at least for me. Uh, Bruce Lee actually used to do that, mm -hmm. you know, and he obviously, he knew he knew what's up, right? Yes. Right, we could say that he knew what's Damn, up. Damn, burning, burning is my thing. I'm an Aries, so I like craziness, Ooh. but I'm, I have a journal, right? <laughs> and and I, I'll write, but specifically things that are super heavy on me, I'm down to burn it. Like, I, I like that idea, so I'm going to yeah. try it out. And I know Kira... burn the whole house Kira's down. I mean, it was my house, but I mean, I, I was almost ready to just burn the whole thing down. Wow. Damn. Move on from that. Yeah, Kira's mentioned yeah. that before, burning the shit, but I'm going to definitely try that. Yo, so what was your intro to the hip-hop scene or, like, your first main gig? Uh, in terms of something that I experienced? Like, like... Uh, like your gateway into the underground world? Um, that would be my dad. Shout out to my dad. Rest in peace. I love you, dad. Um, he actually used to take me to like a lot of the Cypress Hill events and like Psycho Realm events and things like that uh, way back. And so he had burned me a Psycho Realm CD and was like, you need to hear this. <laughs> Damn, you were a hip hop baby then, huh? Yeah, we went. Live music was really important to my family. Um, so I've just been attending concerts, everything awesome. from like your Malo, Tierra, you know, Joe wow. Batan, stuff like that, since to like straight hip hop. Yeah, since like the womb. What? Damn. Wow. That so must have been so flowing. nice. This is flowing in your blood and your veins. It's beautiful. It's just this who is, you this are. Is beautiful. Your kids are paying attention. I, is so that, is don't that what forget they, about that. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. Um, is that why they call you the Oracle? <laughs> yeah, you know, the Oracle came about because I had a lot of people who would call me on a daily basis to either start their day or to process what happened through the day and get direction for their next day. Wow. So, what does that even mean, Oracle? Well, I kind of changed the word. So um, an Oracle usually um, is is a, a seer, um, but I changed it to Oracle A-U-R-A. Yes. So for me, I, I read energy more than anything, and I speak with energy. So that's what the oracle is for me is just that I'm going to share my energy with you and I'm going to read your energy and assist you when I can feel that you need something. And that comes from above. So it's nothing that I, you know, I don't take 
credit for its guidance that I receive and I share it with you. So my show that you were talking about on the radio is called Oratory Glory and it's spelled the mm. same way. So normally the word oratory is a verbal communication. An orator is somebody who speaks publicly, but I changed it to A-U-R-A-T-O-R-Y. both. Yes, so Oratory Glory is where the spirit of the artist tells a story because Ooh. we tell a story on our social media. Right. We tell a story with our music, but if we peel back those layers and look a little bit deeper, there are things that we're communicating on a subconscious level. Uh-huh. Yes, so. I, I, I feel that. And even sometimes, you know, when people make a, a joke and it's supposed to be meaningless, like there's real truth, truth in there. Always. You know, there's always truth um, in, the, in a joke, no matter how somebody wants to... No matter how to, harmless or playful it seems. Yeah, yes. You know, or yeah. sometimes, you know, we might, we might say something or express something and in that there's like a message of our own subconscious so i i yes. love that you're talking about that that's you know? some deep shit right that's, there that's very <laughs> oh my deep. god you, know, you both deep. need to come on because what i do is um i ask for the person's you know birth date and time and place and then i chart the artist and we go through their chart on the air wow mm. i know kira would love that she's a fanatic of, <laughs> yes. of that she's a fanatic we'll, of we'll that. definitely have kira come on too so um where where did your i, I see i've seen you djing you know, and I, 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 aside, you know, you do so many things. You're so diversified and you're still DJ. You're DJing. I'm learning. Um, I ha I'm actually being trained right now by an OG. So um, we're going to put together some stuff and share it with Is you guys. Is that the OG Godfather uh, house? Nah. That I have a show with him. <laughs> um, so shout out to Jesse Saunders. Hey. Yes, he's um, the original house wax from chicago so the very first house song that got put on wax um in chicago was by jesse saunders and his label was called just say and um so shout out to him and him and i have a podcast that we do together and uh you know a little more content that we that we're working on so oh, he's still producing songs as well so if you guys haven't checked out jesse saunders definitely check him out um there's a link to our twitch uh in my bio down awesome. at the bottom. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, I tripped out when I saw you DJing. I was like, whoa, like, you know, you do so much, you know, it's, and, and you're still doing, you know, the, the DJ craft. I'm like, whoa, whoa, you know what I mean? It's crazy. What I'm, I'm learning. So I just want to say hi to Chavez and MC Bundy and Medicine 619. Hell yeah. And Shout also out. Jesse Bermudez for repping for Boo Boo the Prince. I love Boo Boo the Prince. Yeah, I've been, I've been listening to his music for like two years, so I'm super, hey. super excited to be, uh, you know, shoulder to shoulder with him today. It's an honor. That's Hell yeah, man. Yeah, Hell we, yeah. We, we lucky to have both of you guys in the building. Thank you. This is great. But um, what, what if I could ask, what kind of music? do you like to DJ because I know you got like what 80s music house music hip-hop like what what music do you prefer to DJ my poison is house music all night eee, long baby yeah, I just gotta say it but I, I love grimy grimy uh hip-hop I love you know uh -huh. your guys's stuff I I mix trap in you know what I'm saying um I I even like drum and bass so mm -hmm. I, I EDM stuff but house music is my my first love that's wow. that's funny that you say that because I swear to you I was about I want to say like anywhere from fourth to fifth grade I had a neighbor and his dad had this big old fucking white truck and he would bump this music he would bump this music and every day at like two o'clock, I would stand next to my window and just wait. And I'd feel this shit happening and I'm like, dude, and I was so young, so I couldn't really Shazam it. I couldn't, right. I wasn't gonna go to the dad and be like, yo, what are you playing? Cause like, that was just not cool, right? It was a young little kid, but I swear to God about two years later, I ran into a song that I somehow connected it and 
I ended up finding out that it was called house music. I couldn't find the name of the genre. Right. And it killed me every day, two years Trying after. To find that, huh? Like, straight up. I <laughs> it was, was like, where's Waldo? <laughs> dude, no, like, it was, a, it was a life game. And I hated it, but I loved it because it was a mystery. But I remember house, um, you know, before anything. House was my first love. And, and like, I, I was just curious to know where and when and, and wh wh what made you become exposed to that and how did it make you feel so um i used to live with my grandma and my aunt and i shared a room and we were 12 years apart in age and when i was like in you know kinder or something like that she would go out and come back pretty faded and this one day i mean she used to listen to freestyle which is like your debbie deb and uh -huh. you know stevie b and stuff like that she came home one night and she was like danny I just heard the dopest thing. It's cool. She didn't say dope. I just heard the most coolest thing. It's called house music. And this is how you dance to it. And like, she was like showing me the <laughs> no, whole shit, she right? Wasn't. Yeah. And so, like, I grew up, like, I wanted to go out so bad. And I was like, I have the lace gloves and the fucking neon bracelets. Yeah. And I was like, so ready to go out, right? Oh and then when I finally got to go out, it was a totally different era. So I was like, oh, you know, I showed yes. up and I was all like 80s, oh you know, and it was like totally 90s. Damn. <laughs> and was, so I fell in love with house wow. music. So was, I, I would was take raving, the bus. Was raving ever your Thing. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yes. 100%. I, I actually never been to a rave, but I know Ooh. Sanchi here. I, you you know what? You'd be surprised. I got another side to me. Thank you. But honestly, festivals like dance music, house, deep, deep house yes. music. That soulful shit that hits. Deep Lyrical house. deep house music. That's I love. That soulful stuff. That's the shit that I love. And oh my God, I could go on a rant on how much I love this shit. But wow. I'm glad we could connect. Cause I, I like you have those other sides. That's really oh cool. Oh my God. You don't even know. That was like my first love, house music. And and then when I understood like, you know, the, the origins of house and, and you know, how it um, relates to hip hop, you yes. know, I'm just like mind blown. Cause I'm like, these two genres have so much impact and, and they're so, you know, connected. Okay. They are. Okay, you know, there's a lot of house DJs that spin, um, well, a lot of underground hip hop DJs that spin house under a different name. So I'm not going to say any names. What? So your secret is safe. If with I me. can, if I can ask you, Tell who us. is your Tell favorite DJ house Ooh, player? My favorite house DJ? Gosh, yeah. that's really difficult. Um, or maybe top three. Yeah, top three. Yeah, if, top three. I would have to do top three. Okay, so um, I love DJ Dan. Um, R.A.W., who is one of the first DJs who played hip-hop and house and, tr like, jungle all combined together. Um, and I would probably say, gosh, this is so hard because I know so many of them. It's, like, really difficult. <laughs> just name them. Just name all yeah, of them. Um, well, Barry Weaver, Barry. A.J. Mora, um, Orlando, um, DJ Irene. I got to give some girls. Uh, Yo, some I'm stuff. jotting these down, man. Yeah. I mean, those are some of my favorites. Wow. So. Lenny V. As, as a matter of fact, there's a link in my bio to one of Lenny V's um, songs, uh, one of his mixes on his mix cloud. So um, th that's in my bio as well if you want to check that out. Hell wow. yeah. It's I'm amazing. definitely going to check it out. It's amazing. I, I know you had some questions for Danny. I have some icebreaker questions. Is, is that okay? I just want to break the ice. You know, I kind of want to okay. Aries it out. Fucking get the hammer and break the ice. Okay. Aries are crazy, y'all. They <laughs> oh jump God. in before <laughs> anything. Like, they don't even contemplate what it's just like, they just go. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I yes, I, I agree. I That's agree exactly who I saying. am, man. Unfortunately. We're, but we're entering into that season, by the way. So if y'all start feeling more spontaneous than usual and actually emotional at the same time, because Libra is very emotional, just think first before you act, because Aries usually act first before they think. Oh, my God. So Thank you, man. feel that? I, That's their energy. Blame it on them. I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. Okay. 
back to the icebreaker questions. Let's go. All right. So the point is to answer these questions as quickly as possible. Two seconds. Got it. Two seconds. No, two milliseconds. <laughs> no. Okay. First one. Chicago house or Detroit techno? Oh, Chicago house. All, hey. all right. All right. Cool. All right. Shots or beer? Shots. <laughs> Damn. Straight to it. What's your sign? Uh, I'm a Pisces sun, but I got Scorpio rising. Oh, oh. shit. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm not even going to go there. Next question. Would you rather have a stripper or a stripper pole? Oh, pole all day. <laughs> yeah. Is that something that, yes. is that another one of your skills? <laughs> it could be. She's, hey, like, she's not going to say not, nothing. Not interested. She's speaking like, with her eyes. Like, Look at that. She's letting you know with her Scorpio eyes. Scorpio rising, y'all. You have so Look many it up. <laughs> okay, next question, guys. Cardi or Nicki? Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? She's like, Pass. Like, no, nah, I'm not even going to go there. Sister Soldier, Raw Digger, Boss. All right, cool. I respect it. I respect Roxanne it. Roxanne Chante. I respect Lauren. it. Lauren. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow, I love it. All love right, it. next one. What's your favorite movie? The Matrix. The Matrix? Damn. Yeah, you even brought that up when we were walking in. Yeah. You were like, <laughs> that day, it was like The Matrix, huh? I was like, yeah, it, it kind of was. <laughs> I watched it at the theater, and I was like, holy shit, we're in the fucking Matrix. Do you got like a bunch of Matrix uh, references, like every day or what? Yeah, she's like, yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. I gotta watch it. Yeah, it's gospel. Is it? Mm -hmm. It's it labeled is. gospel. It is gospel. It will be gospel, just like Razkaz. Shout out to Razkaz. The Book of John is going to exist, and not John the Baptist, but Raz speaks gospel too. Ah, wow. damn, that gives me chills. Okay, next question: dominant or submissive? Submissive. Okay. <laughs> all right, next one: makeup or lingerie? Lingerie all day. <laughs> Under everything. Under Just everything. always wear it. You guys are getting real steamy over here. <laughs> hey, you know what? Th this is a time to get steamy. I'm sorry. Okay. Aries. No, I'm just kidding. All right, next one. Who's your favorite artist right now? Right now? In what genre? In anything. Wh whatever your... your uh, First name that comes to your First mind. First name, on repeat, whatever it is. I fuck really heavy with J.I.D. JID. I really like Jid right now a mm. lot. All right. Awesome. Cool. Dope. All right, two more. For those curious cats, are you single? I'm spoken for, y'all. You need to marry yourself before you get in touch with anybody yes. else. Love yourself first. Yes. You'll attract the perfect person if you love and marry yourself and act as if your partner is already there. They'll come. Mm. That's absolutely true. I love that. So was that uh no? I answered. Oh, I didn't hear. I guess I didn't catch it. All right, next. Uh, let's just say I'm married. Oh, yeah. got you. Got yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. All right. Next, last one. What's your go-to favorite food? Ceviche. Eee! Yo, Sanchi's been saying that she wants ceviche. I've been wanting it. <laughs> and what type of ceviche? Like the mixto? My favorite is Peruvian mixto. Okay. I like it. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. So I want good. some right now. So good. Are you Peruvian? Followed by sushi. No, I'm not, but I cook Peruvian food. Wow. Mm. I, I actually haven't tried it. Oh, I actually it's so tried fucking it. But I'm always looking into new new things, oh, you know? it's so good. Misky Misky, if you're ever in the SGV, Misky Misky is pretty dope. It's a little pricey, but um, it's because their food is, you know, high-grade food. So it costs more. What, what is your ethnicity? I'm just curious. I'm mixed. So um, I'm a fifth-generation Angelino, so we've been here for five generations already. The street Figueroa is actually my ancestors, Figueroa <laughs> Ave. Um, I am a Yaqui Native American mixed with Scots-Irish and Castilian-Spanish. 
God damn. You, you can have. call me Mexican, though. I mean, if I honestly, <laughs> if I had family in Mexico and I had like a village I could go to, I'd be like, fuck Mexico all damn day. I thought I was Mexican. I know Flacorico. I had the flag in my room. I can cook it like a motherfucker. But I, I'm not enough Mexican to just say that I'm Mexican. I have yeah. to give homage to every everything. I homage. Okay. Uh, that, that explains a lot of your, you have a very unique energy and it's very powerful. So I, I, I see where it comes from. You know, um, I, I also love how you have a wish list on your on your bio. Hey, oh, yeah, it was sick. my birthday month, y'all. Oh. So people were asking me what I wanted for my birthday. So I had a wish list on. There's some funny shit in that wish list, Happy by the way. Yeah, dead Mouse or Tiesto. I would say Dead Mouse all damn day. Uh, and that was from Chavez. And the reason why, let me tell you why, is because Dead Mouse went to uh, Five Guys with an In-N-Out hat. And he trolled the fuck out of Five Guys. So I fuck <laughs> with Dead Mouse because of that. Did he that really? Humor? Yeah. That humor. So... I, I like I said I love how you have that wish list. Do you think it's important for influential women to have a wish list? I think it's important for everybody to have a <laughs> wish list. I think everyone should know what it is they want because how can other people give you what you want if you don't know what you want? Exactly. I think it's really important. And also too, I used to block people's blessings all the time because I didn't want anybody to ever say that they helped me with something and they're trying to use it against me. And then I realized that they were trying to be blessed themselves by blessing me. So if somebody wants to share kindness by giving me something, I'm going to accept it. And I'm glad you brought that up because these are two kindnesses that I received. Um, this was made for me for my birthday by the homie at Old School 33. And this is actually, um, it's a spray can. And then he like separated it out and it's got wow. a tip in the center. That's so cool. I've never seen anything like Isn't that. Isn't it beautiful? It's really wow, dope. These are like 50 bucks each if you want to wow. get one. And I'm going to have like a whole like 16 of them on my wall. I'm going to create. And they're sharp as fuck. So like you can actually yeah. protect your front door or something if you want to do with yeah, that. It's a weapon. Yeah, he uses tin snips, I think, because they're really sharp. Mm. And then this was given to me by Schoolum One, who's an artist that I work with. And this is Off the Dome Hats, Schoolum One. And so, you know, before I would not want to take things like this, I wouldn't want gifts from people because I would be afraid that they were going to exploit that they helped me out. And oh. I think that that really slowed like my you journey owe them down. Mm -hmm. I didn't yeah. want them to think they owe, you know, I need to give them ass or a dinner or something so i would just be like no i don't i don't want your help i don't need your help and i don't do that anymore i accept help now and i recognize that i do need help and it takes more than just me to get where i'm going and the people that help me they're family and they're helping me along the way so don't block your blessings yeah create a wish list i might Hell get yeah. you something hey Hell yeah and i it was so um particular like the, the items that you have on there and for those that don't you may not know like the uh, you know you can have a wish list on your bio and when somebody clicks it there's just all the items that you would like and anybody can just hit the button and it, it gets sent to you mm -hmm. so i that was the first time i seen it that's why i'm that's why i'm i'm, I'm bringing it up because i'm like whoa that's such a great idea you know i'm beastie with the market. i want to do that now <laughs> i'm gonna have a wish list you should i'm gonna do it i might get you something ah! it's your season coming up oh shit don't remind me yep but wow so what what is like your your main goal your main goal in in your in, in what you're trying to achieve right now in, in your life my overall goal um, is to decrease racial disparity by building bridges. Um, in particular, I like to work with re-entry population. I'm an ex-felon, so anybody who needs a second chance, I really feel like they need to be given the opportunity to show their worth. Um, and also homeless. I was homeless for uh, about a year, and um, it was a very difficult time for me, and no one knew I was homeless. So like, I, I raised money for another homeless person person in our community um, 
at an event called Hip Hop for Life that I put together and we got him about $7,000 so that wow. he could get into a place. That's and it. then I believe myself doing that and not taking any of that money is why I'm in a five bedroom house now. So wow. just Amazing. because you need something and you don't have it doesn't mean that you shouldn't help other people who are in need. So that's, that's kind of what I'm after is to just that. create more of those opportunities for people to have second chances and to realize that if the tower falls down, meaning like everything goes a shit around you, it's it's not the end. It's actually the beginning of another chapter. And there's other people who have already experienced that. And it's your opportunity to go out and find those people, seek guidance and ask for help. Absolutely. That's, you wouldn't be the so first real. or the last to go through that. Right. And right. if people have done it before you, that means that you can just as well. And um, I love how you're being so vulnerable. You know, like you're letting people know exactly, you know, it's saying that you were a felon, saying that you were homeless like you know yeah, that's, those are tough things to to share because you know even me i i went through that i was probably homeless for like six months i was living in my car yeah and you know i was even questioning if i should even mention that because it's so, it's so vulnerable it's really hard you i know, lived in an office like this you didn't know, have a shower <laughs> oh, and you know and but wouldn't you agree that those hardships are what makes us so so strong i do think that and i also feel like uh, my story wasn't relatable before because you know i had everything like straight a student you know president captain of basketball varsity my freshman year you know just i everything was just so unrelatable and now what with everything that i've gone through over the last 10 years i feel like i can connect with so many more people um on a much closer level than before where they were like oh well you're just you know you're weird you're not from here you're a superstar you're this you're that and now it's like oh wow if you if you overcame that i can overcome that Absolutely. Um, so i'm actually thankful for every single hardship so, yeah. so what would you say to, to somebody who's saying like you know i i i'm afraid of reaching for my for my dreams i'm afraid of reaching for my goals um my past is is holding me back and i don't think i could do it I would say if you're afraid of doing it, means you're supposed to be doing it. Ooh. Um, if you're not afraid, it means you're not aiming high enough. You're being safe and you're playing it safe because you should be afraid. Uh, being afraid to fail is a sure sign of you being on the right path because every single failure is another step towards success. Hell so yeah. Really Hell yeah. Wow. Well, these are very powerful words. And I'm curious. Do, do you read? Are you a reader? Are you an avid reader? I'm an avid reader. I lost all my books, though. <laughs> so I need to start putting books in my wish list, y'all. Because I had a, a bedroom that was floor to ceiling books all the way around. And I lost them all. And I'm like, those are my babies. And I miss them so much. What's, wow. what's your favorite book? What Which book? Um, One that I would suggest that is easy for two that I would suggest that are easy for people to read that will help you out a lot would be The Alchemist and The Four Agreements. Those are two yes. of my favorites. Ooh. Yes. I love those. I love those. I, I actually gave those. my parents the Alchemist. Hopefully, they're reading it. But yeah, I've definitely heard of both of them. Four Agreements. I actually heard the audiobook. And that shit was really cool. That's Impeccable a really good word. Book. Yes, always. I, I I truly believe that because it says. Um, if you don't have an impeccable word, then your life is a living hell. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy how how true that is because I used to think like I can just lie my way out of things. Um, I, I would lie all the time. I was a liar. And my life was a living hell. Well, because the universe is going to balance it out. <laughs> yes. So you keep on yes. catching L's because of you getting away with those Exactly. Lies. And, I, and then as soon as I started just being honest and, and being true to my word, my whole life changed. 
I love that. I love that. Shout out to Joaquin Daniels. Thanks for tapping in. Hey. I like that. Chavez recommends reading an audio book while he's running. That's really dope. Yes, we do that every morning, actually. That's awesome. We do that every morning. Um, right now, I'm listening to the Steve Jobs autobiography. Um, it's 24 hours long. I'm like two hours away from finishing it. Ooh, I've been nice. hearing it for like two, three weeks, maybe. If you if you like speakers, two of my favorites are Les Brown and Ron. Um, I said Ron Paul. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's Jim Rohn, but they look <laughs> they look the same. Believe similar. it or not, Ron Paul and Jim Rohn. I mean, maybe all white people look the same. That's Don't funny. get mad at me if you're white. I'm just you all say it about us too. Uh, but <laughs> y'all look Jim the same. Rohn and Ron Paul kind of look alike, and Ron Paul is actually one of my man crushes. If Whoa. you scroll down in my in my timeline, yeah. Is I he had, on your wish list? <laughs> wow. He, he ran for president and he lost, but the world would be very different. He's kind of like a JFK. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. If he wow. would have won. Well, is there any message before we head out? Um, is there any message that you want to give to the youth? Someone, someone that's trying to do something with their life. Whether you're trying to do something or not, <laughs> what you're into and the things that you take interest in are important. And even if your parents don't understand because they can't connect with you, doesn't mean that you're not dope as fuck because you are. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well thank you. said. Thank, thank you. you so much, Danny California. Thank you very much for coming I down here. Appreciate y'all. Yes. Can I do a plug, like a uh, little shameless plug? Absolutely. Yeah. It's not shameless. It's all yours. This is your platform tonight. I appreciate it. So, y'all, I have a raffle going on right now. I am giving away the Step Up to Eleven Pioneer Plug and Play Mixer. Woo! It is two thousand dollar value. Uh, the second prize is, I believe, three hundred dollars, and the third prize is maybe two hundred or one hundred dollars. And the fourth prize is a party pack to a jazz festival that I'm hosting with the Mac Attack from the OG K-Day. So that's coming up in the summertime. And the raffle tickets are only $25. I'm only giving away 125 tickets. So the odds of winning, there's no limit to how many tickets you can get. I think I maybe have like 35 more. If y'all are interested, the link is in my bio. I also sent the flyer to you guys, but you can Venmo or Cash App Bad Day Killer, and um, you'll be entered into that raffle. So Hell yeah. yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you heard it yourself. Make sure you enter that motherfucking raffle. Hell yeah. Yo, that's a sick ass mixer. Hey, $2,000 worth? That's a hookup. Yeah, it's win. plug and play. So you don't even have to bring your laptop and worry about losing your laptop. Dang. All you need is your music. You just plug it in and you you can DJ. That's future right there. Yes. Hell yeah. And you guys heard it yourself from Danny California. Yes, you did. Um, failure is just a step to success. Yes, Failure always. is a process. It's not an ending. You know, mm -hmm. if you... A failure is only a failure if you look at it as one. Right. A problem is only a problem if you look at it as one. Mm -hmm. You know, for us, I think we like to look at problems as opportunities yeah. for growth, you know. So you guys heard it yourself from the queen herself. You did. Thank you so much, Danny California, for coming down here today. You. Beautiful so interview. Much. We appreciate you. Powerful words. You're a powerful woman. Bang, bang. We are bang, honored. Bang, bang. We'll be back, y'all, yep. in just a couple of minutes. Boo Boo the Prince, baby. We got Boo Boo, boo, boo the Prince. We got the Boo Boo in the house. Hey. <laughs>